Hey guys, I want to welcome you to the weekly Wednesday for the Financial Freedom Newsletter, where every week, every Wednesday, we delve into something inspirational, motivational, something excerpt taken from the Financial Freedom Weekly Newsletter. Wherever you are, if you're listening on Spotify, on iTunes, Google, be sure to click the like, subscribe, share, comment. Without ado, let's get into the show. Welcome, everybody, to this week's podcast episode for the Financial Freedom Podcast. And I am your host, Dr. Christopher Liu. As you know, I talk about four different types of freedom time, financial location, health freedom. And I'm always interviewing guests, doing things on the cutting edge, changing the world. So today, we have Dr. Fujian. And she's going to talk to us all about clearing the past, envisioning a new future, living a fulfilled life now, not tomorrow. So it's going to be really interesting. Uh, I'm really interested in this area. And so um, welcome, Dr. Fujian, to the show. Welcome. Well, thank you very much. Thank you for the invite. And hello to everyone who's with us. Yes. Uh, and uh, I know our audience is excited to hear about you. So tell us your background, your work, and how you got started. I have about 30 years of being a psychotherapist, plus being a life coach and a business coach. So uh, kind of combining all of the theories that are out there, the cognitive, emotional, behavioral theories, I brought them into a structure which is called now awareness integration theory. Um, which uh, you could utilize it in the psychotherapy mode. You could utilize it in life coaching and business coaching mode. One of the things you just said was beautiful. It's like promoting freedom on all these levels. And the other one that I wanted to add is uh, having the freedom of your thoughts and emotions and having the option and choice of intentionally, sorry, intentionally having a thought or an emotion or a behavior versus automatic reflection and reactions that we consistently have. So uh, part of my work is to create that kind of a freedom by teaching people how to become aware of themselves, aware of their thought, emotion, and behavior, and the impact that they create, and kind of cleaning up some of the uh, past clogs of unfinished businesses, some traumas that have happened, which make us act um, more in an automatic way versus being, con- you know, clear and consciously acting. Interesting. And so, um, you know, we'll get right into it. Uh, you know, I'm always interested in, um, you know, this uh, basically clearing up the baggage. What about your journey supported you to develop awareness integration theory? Well, I've, I'm an immigrant, so I came at age 12 uh, alone. So um, I uh, kind of raised them myself from childhood and teenagehood all the way. So you go through a, a kind of the essence of I have to survive. So this concept of not having safety and having to survive consistently holds a lot of um, actions, which at that moment supported me to move forward. But I I needed to let go of those behaviors and and thought process to be able to be free. So as I started going to therapy, I started going to all of the, um, you know, workshops in order to figure out what's going on with me. It was almost like I set an intention to have my, uh, to finish school, get a job, have my business, and then have my house and be married. 
And I got all of those. And then I'm like, okay, I'm not happy. What's going on with me? So everything that I ever said I wanted, I got it, but it's just not there. So I started looking at what's behind this and not happiness. And I saw that I'm constantly living on a survival mode. And that's the only way I know. Like if, okay, if I'm no longer surviving and I'm actually having to live, now I don't know how to enjoy my living. I just know to create a drama so I can survive the drama again, right? So I was like, okay, this is exhausting. I I cannot get out of that mode. So I started going to therapy and then I fell in love with this concept of the human mind and, you know, the things we have the ability to do and the things that we sabotage ourselves. So I started learning every single theory that was there. I went to therapists who were offering those theories. So I learned it as a client. I learned it as someone who's experiencing it and then offering it. And then I took the best of what was out there from the cognitive theories, from emotional theories, from behavioral theories, from what I had learned in experiences, my businesses and my clients. And that's how uh, you know, it was like the best of everything got together and created the new improved version that handles all of it, handles your thought process, emotions, behavior, and um, intentionality of what you create in your life and your results. So that's how the journey started. And um, now we are, uh, the reason I call it also theory, because we're using it also in education models. We're using it in starting with daycare, uh, teaching children now how to do emotional regulation, teaching them how to uh, look at the things that they want and how to go after them, how to strategize, calming down, how to communicate as early as two-year-old. They're like managing their emotion, calming down their body and articulating exactly what it is that they want all the way to schools. I'm teaching it in college level right now in um, Cal State Long Beach. We've done many research and it shows that it's uh, minimizing depressive states about of 76% and anxiety about 64%. And obviously after those things are down, self-esteem, self-efficacy is going higher and higher. So, um, and then now um, we opened up uh, the app, app, Fujian app, which you could go ahead and go through the questions and the process in different areas of your life, you know, like your relationship with yourself, with your job, money, family systems, marriages, children, you can go through each area of your life and kind of go through the process of the awareness integration um, on an app, Fujian app. Interesting. Yeah, I'm really curious. Um, so, you know, um, this awareness integration theory is very interesting and I'm always uh, out looking for new ideas and what what are some of the principles of AIT? So we live in relationships, Dr. Lou. Um, you know, if, if they put you into a space of four walls with nothing to relate to, you're going to find, you know, one thread of the wall and start relating to and or you start talking to yourself. Everybody does that. Right. So we live in relationships, every angle that we have, even objects like if, you know, if you have a relationship with money, you have a relationship with death, you have a relationship with, you know, your car, like there is if even objects we have a relationship with. So I started looking at the angles of relationship and your self-identity. And there's four things that are happening simultaneously. Your thought process is happening internally. Your emotions are happening internally. So we want to make sure that you have a camera in. 
Like, so it's like, you know, like these ring cameras we want to install two. One goes in and one goes out. So the camera in, you can you can become or oh, starting to become aware of your thoughts and emotions. Then the camera out, it can look at your behavior, whether it's your communication style, your words, or the actions that you do. And then the camera out can also look at how you impact the world. What are the results? Like if you say, I want to, in my business, um, have a successful life, then you look at what are your thoughts about your business? Well, I think that, you know, I'm capable or I'm not capable or I can do this or I don't know how to do this. So you watch those belief systems that are either promoting you or sabotaging you. And then there's obvious an emotion that create gets created by all of these thought processes. So then you monitor those emotions because emotions are motivators. They'll either stop you or motivate you or move you forward. And then I look at, okay, with this thought, if I'm capable, if I enjoy what I do, if I'm passionate, I get excited about what I do, what are some of the things that I'm doing all day in order to improve my business or vice versa? If I think I'm not capable, oh my God, I don't know how to do this. I'm just winging it. I hope nobody finds out I'm a fraud. And then, you know, I'm scared. I feel bad. I feel shame. Well, what kind of a behaviors do I do as I walk through my business cycles in the morning? And then what with this thought and emotion and then the behavior, what kind, what kind of results am I getting? And sometimes we look at it backwards. It's like, oh, something happened, which I didn't want it to happen. This is the result I got. Let me go backward. How did I get here? What kind of a behavior did I do? What were my actions? And then what was I thinking? What was I feeling? So we could go back and monitor those. The reason it's important to monitor is if we wanted to change something, we want to know what aspect we needed to change. Do I need to change my belief system, my emotions, my behaviors to change the result? And then there's an element of how do I have a relationship with the outside world. And then the second one is we all live in our assumptions. And how do I assume the whole world thinks of me and feels toward me and behaves toward me because I react to my assumptions of the world. Like if I think Dr. Lou is, um, is, is likes me and wants me on his show and, you know, he's enjoying our conversation, then I would be relaxed. I would, you know, be more open and and giving but if i for a minute if i look at dr lu's face and i'm like oh oh i think i said something to piss him off oh i think he doesn't like me anymore oh i think he's not even going to show this thing so what would happen to me i would retrieve i would get anxious and the way that i would talk it would be different right so we live in our assumptions consistently so it's becoming aware of how, you know what happens in us as we react to the world and then the third one is I take myself everywhere. So no matter what happens here, no matter whether Dr. Lu tells me, Fujian, you are the best speaker and a therapist. If I think I'm not, I won't be able to take it in. So then it's like, am I feeling well about myself? Do I feel confident and self-esteem or do I have all of these negative thoughts about myself? And through this process, we can find the, um, the positive skills and beliefs and hold them, you know, in a shelf and say, those are my tools that I can use anytime. And then we can also find the negative ones that are stopping us. And then through a process, we go back and see, where did I get this? 
who told me this? How come I believe this? And then we go in and kind of integrate those different parts of us, which, you know, said something that are not accurate and clean it up and come back to a whole. And then from there, set up intentions to move to the future. Interesting. So, yeah, we'll get into intentions really interesting. And then uh, what about uh, how does um, how does uh, AIT work with clearing up the past, you know, all that garbage and heavy energy and all of that? What happens in, in our memory is interesting that our memory holds in kind of a neural network aspect of something that was emotionally charged, right? So if I got really upset about something, got scared, felt powerless, any of those things that happen, the memory, it just formulates and holds in the same kind of a concept as a, as a neural network, which will be visual. It could have the auditory. It could have the emotions and a thought process that are there that I made it up about myself and kind of like generalized it, right? So like, for example, my mom could have said, Futon, if you don't get an A, uh, you know, um, it's really going to be bad and you'll never mount to anything, right? So something that would come in and I would immediately imagine that, if I'm not a scholar, then I'm not good enough, right? So I, I would make this kind of like a generalized statement based on something that happened. You know, something severe as a trauma, uh, physical abuse, sexual abuse, uh, war, anything that I would have been in a as a child would happen to me as a powerlessness um, experience that I would have. I might create different types of generalized ideas about myself or the world. Like either I'm, I'm good, the world is bad or I'm bad, the world is good, somehow we'll create these general statements that get stuck. And then we we'll kind of write a scenario, a narrative about who we are and who the world is. And then we live by them. And so that's the, possi the possibility of looking at what kind of a belief system is showing up on every day. And then look at the negative ones that are holding me back, restricting me, so then we go from the belief system, the emotion that gets created in your body, and with the you know the angle of really going into your body through the memory lane of the the, the time that we made up such a thing because we made up all these things. It's like there's no truth into it. We made up all of the our own reality. So I figured, hey, if we made it up, we can go clear it, right? Because there's not there's not really a truth to it. And you could see that with the same people in the same family system, something happens. You could see people go to war being side by side together, but they have a different perception of mm. what has happened. So people perceive things differently, store it differently, make meaning out of it differently. So our path to go in is then to look at where did you come up with this meaning? What happened in that scenario? that at a three age, five, six, 10 years of age, you came up with this and then you stuck it to yourself. You know, it was more like first somebody said something, you put it on a sticker note and put it here. And then afterward, you tattooed it here. And then afterward, you really, it's like, okay, this is part of like my facial structure now, the tattoo of I'm bad, for example, or I'm incapable, right? So those are the things that then we go in and look at, Re, um, and every time you go back to a memory, you recreate the memory. So if every time we're going back to a memory and we're still looking at it from a victimized position and, um, you know, I was powerless and therefore I'm always powerless, then we keep recreating the same memory and making it, you know, uh, more sustainable.
This time through the AIT, what we want to do is to go back into the memory and look at your strength. How come you survived all of that? What were the other elements of your strength in your system that had the ability to pull through? And how do we know? Because, you know, you're here. You know, I'm I'm 61 years old, going back to a memory of a five-year-old, reminding the five-year-old, hey, we made it through. Like there was something resilient about us that we made it through. And then it's like thanking, you know, thank you for hanging in there for me to be able to get to here. It's like, you know, bringing those two parts together and combining it and having the bigger lens, opening the lens that, no, you're not just one trauma. You are all of this. So you kind of integrate all of your different parts, which kind of have been stuck and bringing into a whole system and opening your um, all of your other skills you've gained through all of these years, reminding all parts of you that you're all of it, your strength and vulnerabilities. And um, so that go you go into each of these memories through this the, um, AIT as they show up for you or you go hunt for them and you clean up, clean up, clean up. Well, interesting. Yeah, very fascinating process. Um, I know we have a couple more minutes. Um, you know, talk a little bit about um, uh, intentionality and then um, how people can uh, follow you on social media and uh, visit your website. And now you have a podcast as well. Yes, yes. Intentionality is more like where are you going to put your attention on, right? So if I'm having an intention in talking clearly for you, all of my system is going to come and pay attention to do this right now. And therefore, I will have a higher result of creating what I said I wanted to create. So if you're scattered, if you're not paying attention, if you are not creating exactly the vision of what you want, the ratio of you getting what you want is going to be less. Now, it doesn't mean that if you created an intention that the world promises you that it's going to give you exactly what it wants, but at least you have a higher level of percentage in order to creating what you want. And when you're clear with your intention, then um, other, uh, what I say in agendas that might come in would be less less colorful. And the intention that you have is much more focused into what you want to create. That's why the intentionality matters. And you could, you know, create intention every morning that you get up, every task you want to do, you can create that intention for yourself and move forward. Uh, people can find me in fujanzain.com. They can find all the books at Fujan and, uh, you know, getting the app. Um, it's it's easy and uh, you'll go through the process um, through every area of your life. We also have certified therapists and, and life coaches that if somebody going through the app really says, I want a little bit of a deeper you know, conversation or a process or I want to talk to someone, I, you know, these are important factors for me then they can also access um, people who have been certified in this model. Yeah. And uh, let's thank uh, Dr. Fujan for coming onto the podcast and, you know, talking about AIT, intentionality, cleaning up the past, living a better life. And be sure to follow her on her socials. She's on Facebook, LinkedIn. She's on all of them, Insta, Twitter, and YouTube, and as well as her podcast, The Inner Voice, Heartfelt Chat with Dr. Fujan and as well as check out her website. And with that, thanks so much for coming onto the podcast. Thank you so much for inviting me.
wherever you are listening. If you liked it, be sure to like, comment, share, subscribe. We're on everywhere. Spotify, iTunes, Google, Amazon, Audible. And without much ado, be sure to thank this show's sponsors, and we'll see you next week.